So, <clears throat> yeah. So, I remember when Shenandoah started. It wasn't really a big, I didn't know that much about it, but I remember it happening. So, uh, I'm glad to be here this morning. I was glad to come visit. And again, I was here one, one time before. But, uh, so, yeah, see you. Would you folks? Where you where you are and what you are doing. <clears throat> this morning, I've, I've chosen to talk about a subject that has kind of been heavy on my heart. Maybe because I saw it not happening sometimes, and sometimes it happens. And uh, as we look at culture, uh, the idea for my sermon is to hopefully help a little bit of this the culture of what I'm going to talk about become us. Uh, and uh, so I'm, my, my uh, title of my sermon is Speaking the Truth in Love. And maybe the, the verse that it comes from is Ephesians 4.15 is, Speaking the truth in love may grow up unto him in all things, which is the head, Christ. And the last part of the verse without the context doesn't make a whole lot of sense maybe, but... Uh, so I'm, I'm going to be talking about and thinking about when we talk, when we tell truths. Uh, I have a couple other verses that I kind of want to look at what it, the idea of speaking in, in love or, yeah, speaking in love, maybe some verses that kind of support that and build on that. And Colossians 4, 6, 4, 6, it says, let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt that you may know how you ought to answer every man. And Psalms 85.10 is, Mercy and truth are, to, are, are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. And that, that verse comes talking about what God did for the children of Israel when they were brought back from captivity, what, what that meant. And so... Uh, I just like to think about our speech, or what we say, how we interact, maybe beyond speech, uh, in in our life. I, I have this habit of preaching or teaching, trying to be as practical as I can with our life. Maybe I'm not a theologian, so I don't usually go there that much. But you know what? What does it mean to each one of us in all of our situations? Uh, to, to speak the truth in love. And love meaning, you know, being the idea of grace and, and mercy and peace in our life. Uh, so as I, as I talk about love, I, I kind of mean all of those things. Uh, as, I was, as I was sitting up here thinking about this, maybe there's something in a song made me think about it. So my sermon is not about you. Any of yous figuring out where people didn't do that in your life or where people who are around you are not doing that. It's, it's not to help you judge other people of how they should live, but it's more about helping you, helping, it helped, I thought a lot about this, so it also helped me kind of develop some thoughts in how do I do, do I do this or don't I do this? So, uh, each one of us, has had multiple times in our life, and maybe depends how and where you grew up, 
There's just people doing it all the time where they were speaking truths to you about whatever, and there was no love involved at all. So, you know, we look back and we see that this is not for you to judge, to go back and judge those people, but maybe just to make sure as you go forward that you're not one of those people and uh, the difference it makes. And it it really makes a difference in lots of angles of your of our life. So as, as I look at that, um, I, I want to look at different places where we need to do this and different applications. Uh, I also thought about, we look at our culture around us, uh, you look at politics, you look at even businesses, homes, whatever, where, where people are not speaking the truth in love. They may be speaking the truth sometimes. They may be, especially as you get into culture around us, uh, whether it's no matter where you are, when, it, when God's not in it, there's, there's, there's some truth, there's some not truth. There's, but most times people are trying to accomplish what they want done what they want to accomplish, what they want you to believe, what they want you to do. And they're using maybe some truth and some sort of love showing, but it's to get their own, to get their own way, to get their, get what they want out of you and the people around them. So we don't want to follow what the culture says, what, what, what our what other people are doing around us to uh, we want to follow what the Bible says. We want to follow what God says and not, not our, uh, not what's around us. Not that we can't learn some things from that, but you know, we need to do business. We need to do life with people next to us. Uh, but we don't have to learn where they, where they're not following Christ the way they should. So as I think about speaking the truth in love, I, I just kind of went through some, I'm going to just go through some scenarios that some of us may not. Uh, none of us maybe are everything I'm going to talk about, but all of us can probably find something to help us in that way. I, I started with a home, in our homes, do we speak the truth and love or do we just what do we do and maybe it's not happening around you all the time but again I said the encouragement is to help you so not everybody not everybody here is married some are younger some are older so I'm going to talk about maybe a husband and wife uh, thing and you know they said somewhere around 40 minutes I could have caught enough of information maybe to stay here for three hours, but I don't plan to do that. Uh, you know, in a home, a husband and wife is not just a... But, so, I, I tried to think of things where we fall short with that. Maybe myself, I won't tell you when that is. But, you know, and... and uh, so, sometimes husbands and wives, and this this goes to maybe everybody, some people do it all the time, but... The idea of sarcasm, uh, when, when, you, when you're sarcastic, sometimes it's funny, but 
you you say things that kind of apply, uh, but but you're trying to maybe hurt somebody or get them to do what you want by saying it in a sarcastic way that's supposed to sound funny. And I'm just saying with husbands and wives, and I don't know that I struggle with that that much myself, but I, I, I see that around me. And so that's okay. I don't, so you have the humor part of that and, and the part of that where you try to say something that you're not really saying, but you are. And it's not in love too many times. It's, it's to be hurtful. It's to be, to maybe get your own way or, so let's be careful with that. Uh, that was just one of the thoughts that I had, uh, in that, uh, I, I don't want you to not have humor in your marriage. That's not what I'm saying. But, but when we have humor, everybody ought to be humored that's involved. So if you say something to or about your why I'm going to say it from my perspective, to or about your wife in a sarcastic way that's hurtful, that's not in love. Uh, if you say something humorous that your partner feels is funny, and it's good. So, But it's like a lot of things in life. If you think about what you're doing and why you're doing it, how you're doing it, how does the other person perceive it? What does it do for the other person? It really makes a difference in how they feel. Uh, when we don't uh, do it in love. So when, we, when I think about saying the truth in love, one of the things that I kept coming back to, well, so maybe sometimes we just don't have to say the truth. We don't know how to say it in love, so we just remove the truth that we're going to say and that's not good either. Uh, we do need to. And in a husband and wife situation, there's there's a lot of times where we gotta we gotta tell truth. We have to talk about things that are maybe a little hard, but but we need to do that in uh, we need to do that in love with a lot of grace and a lot of mercy as we approach things that are hard. Uh, but we do need to tell the truth. We need to talk about that. Uh, I have some times as I go through here where maybe I'll recommend that we don't tell the truth. I mean, not that we don't lie, but we don't have to say everything that we think that is truth at every time. As as parents uh, to our children, sometimes telling the truth is hard. Uh, it's something we, we grow we, we grow accustomed to. We have to tell the truth. And I'm, I'm thinking of truth, maybe the, the context of the verse that I read had to do with speaking the truth, maybe when you're preaching or when you're teaching. But I'm, I'm, I'm kind of broadening that of telling the truth, no matter what we're dealing with. When something is true and we have to say it, it Maybe some of that will come out, what, that, what I mean by that as we go along. Uh, when I think of telling our children the truth, which might be, no, you can't have that piece of candy. And the Bible really doesn't say we can't have candy. Uh, it does say we shouldn't have too much, maybe. But 
Uh, so as, as we look at telling our children truths, things that are true, but maybe not biblical, and, and sometimes they are, uh, so, so it tells us that we're supposed to say the truth in love. And I'm going to, I'm going to go a little beyond that and say that, um, if we don't, if our children don't feel love before we need to tell the truth, it's probably not going to go well. They somehow or another, the love has to come out first before the truth. Uh, if we wait to try to show our children love until there's a crisis, whether it's no, you can't go away this afternoon or you can't have that piece of candy in the grocery store. If we wait to show our children love until we're needing to show them truth in love, it's probably not going to happen. It's not going to go well. So uh, showing love becomes a relationship all the time with our children so that when the time comes to speak truth, so that we can do that. Uh, so if we want to show our children we, lo- we love them, uh, I, this is not original to me and probably always heard it already, but there's no better way to show your children that you love them than to love their mother. And if, if parents don't love each other the way God intended it to be, they probably are not going to be able to show their children love. It's just kind of how it works, and it's going to be very difficult to show that. Uh, I know there's times where a single parent or a parent, one parent needs to do that, and it's difficult. But as our children see the model of love uh, in us, it's much easier to tell them the truth and have them know they're doing, that you're doing it out of love. So we have the parents, we have the children, now I have siblings. I, there's a bunch of children here. Some of them are too young to get what I'm going to say, but maybe some of them are old enough to understand it. Uh, so, so siblings, believe it or not, come under the same guideline of telling the truth in love. And all of us grew probably had at least one sibling and maybe some of us a lot more. And siblings are pretty straightforward at each other most of the time. They just kind of say it how it is. Uh, But I'm going to say, and I've had the opportunity to see this close at home. Not Not every child always does what they should be all of their life. Matter of fact, we're all lost and come to Christ sometime. But if you're an older older sibling and you are always nagging at your little brother or sister about everything they do, the way they have their room, the way they have their clothes, you know, just just everything about how they live. If you're always nagging at them about that kind of stuff and then the time comes where that little sibling is now a little older and you see a problem coming and you have always just nagged them about everything that they didn't know how to do right, you're done. 
you're not going to be able to speak in that child's life, that younger sibling's life or older sibling, uh, about something that's really important. So speaking the truth in love is for siblings also. It's for children in the same household or at the same school or in the same youth group. If you always, in a youth group setting, if you always give somebody a hard time about whatever else, never, no love, if the time comes when you really need to speak into their life for something that's going wrong, you're done. You probably won't be able to. If you were kind to them, you probably have, you probably can start. So speaking the truth in love is even for little brothers. Uh, I have something in here about parents for married children. I'm not sure if I'm talking to you or me. <laughs> so uh, some of you are, that seems like a distance, but it doesn't take long. Uh, so in uh, Matthew 19.5, it says, Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Uh, like I said, every one of these steps, there would be a lot, a whole sermon too, but I'm just doing little things. Uh, when children get married uh, and life goes on into that phase, uh, you can speak some truth, but you, if it's not in love, they're not going to accept it. Uh, and for the most part, maybe speaking Truth and love is not saying much at all, unless they ask. Okay, I'm going to switch gears here and talk about at work. And I don't know what all these work. Maybe everyone up here works by themselves, for themselves. And there is no boss and there is no employees, but I'm going to say it anyway. And this is not so that if you have a boss that doesn't do this, so you can find fault in him. Uh So, if somebody is the boss, and if you ever inspire to be one, well, if you're the boss, you're the boss. You lay down the law, it's, it happens what you say, and nothing else, and everything goes your way, and because you know best. You're responsible, the buck stops there, you need to have everything together. There's no questions, you just got it. If that's how you're a boss, can you do that in love? I doubt it. Uh, to be a boss, I'm just using that word. You can put that in however you want. But to be that uh, and do it in love, you need to be a flexible person with your workers, with people who you're in charge of. Uh, you need to listen. Even when it comes time to reprimand somebody, it still has, the Bible still says in love. You don't, just because it's at work and not in your home or at church, doesn't mean that you don't need to speak in love. It is possible to have a profitable business where the owner, the boss, or whatever you want to call them, speaks in love 
and is cares, truly cares about his employees, and, and his words say that. What about if you're an employee? Uh, and you have a boss that's not always what he should be. He's got real weird ideas. And, uh, you still need to follow the Bible, and you still need to speak in love. Uh, and it's okay. It's okay to speak truth to somebody that doesn't agree with you. But when you do that, you still have to do it in love. And for you who may be self-employed and do your own thing, then your customer in whatever way becomes your boss, and you need to speak to them in truth, in love. You need to always be kind to them. You need to always show mercy. So we can't get away from that. There is always somebody. And if you, if you're, whether you're an employee to a boss or to a customer or something, um, it is just amazing of the testimony that you can leave in your community, uh, whether you're working for Christians or non-Christians, uh, in doing that. It's just, I, in my job, I hear lots of comments about people. And uh, uh, so it, it's, it's amazing how when people, people do what God wants you to do, how you affect and how you, what your interaction is with the people you're around. So, I touched on there already, if it's like employee to customer. Uh, maybe I'll talk a little bit about being a good customer uh, in this. Uh, that's what I deal with every day. They're always in my face. Uh, but it is possible, even when people are not respectful to you, as a customer, when you go somewhere, it is possible for you to speak to them in love every time. Uh, I mean, we need God's help to do this stuff. I keep saying every time, but and none of us, none of us get there. But we... That should be what we aspire to. Uh, so when you go into a place of business, whether it's for a cup of coffee or for parts or whatever you do, whatever, for whatever reason you do, and you meet an, uh, an employee there or the owner of the place, whatever it is, and they just, they just don't perform. They don't come out. They're not friendly that day. They're, so what happened to them earlier today? Or yesterday. What, what happened to them? How do you know? How do you know what they just went through? And, and how you can make a difference in their life by, by just being kind to their arrogance that they show you. You know, and I, I hear so many people complain about employees and, you know, if you go to, depends what kind of store you go to. And they're just, they don't care, they don't know, they don't, whatever. And in the world around us, in the culture around us, you talked about that. That's, that's just how we do business. You don't, you get, you go where the people give you what you want, you, you just, you're selfish and you 
you want me taken good care of and but but when us as christians when we meet that part of our world the people that we meet uh, to speak to them in love sometimes you have to tell the truth you know no that isn't what i wanted I, this is what i want but but you can always do that kindly you can always you can always do that in love if we couldn't always do that as we depend on god then god wouldn't tell us to do it when god tells us to do something he gives us what it takes to be able to do that some for some of us that's going against Maybe our culture that we grew up in. Maybe our parents didn't do that. Maybe it's just our nature. I'm kind of quick on the fuse. I need what I need or I get really irritated. No, God has something else for you. Uh, And sometimes it may mean not saying the truth. Uh, Not telling them how bad they really are. But just patiently working with them. I know sometimes it messes up our day, but it still is, I believe, what God is expecting us as Christians to do. Uh, My mind would say, in your setting here, it's far more important, but that's not true. People where I come from have bad days too, and they may be Mennonites, but they still need someone to be kind to them. Uh, now I'm going to go a little further in, uh, into another subject. I'm going to talk about how I'm supposed to behave, how I minister to his congregation. And maybe I'm going to read a few more verses here out of Ephesians 4. I'm going to go and, and look at the setting of, of uh, the idea of, of speaking the truth in love. Uh, and he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers. So one of the reasons I read this verse is he's not just talking to me or your pastors. He's talking to your teachers, maybe your song leaders, and he's talking to all of us. So so what is the purpose of all these people? It's for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So right now I'm looking at pastors, teachers, whoever you are, just bringing truth to edify people. Isn't that what they need? To be edified, to grow, to, to get their active act together and act like a Christian should. Till we all come to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of our, of the Son of God unto a perfect man. This is just getting things together. Unto the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. And then he switches and starts talking about the people who are not telling the truth, who are not bringing truth. That we henceforth are no more children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men, by the cunningness, cunning craftiness, whereby they lie and wait to deceive us. So there we have the 
the truth and then not so much the truth. People are saying who ain't, are not theologians. I mean, they're theologians, but they're going out in the wrong limb. They're just tossed about. They don't have anything together. So we're not supposed to be that. We're supposed to tell the truth. But how are we supposed to tell the truth? In verse 15, it says, but speaking the truth in love. So that's how we're supposed to speak the truth. Regardless, you know, we got it together. We got this theology. We know where we're going. But if we don't speak that in truth, what doesn't happen? It says that he may grow up unto all things, which is the head, even Christ. So I think he's talking about the church or the people in the church growing up to Christ. But no matter how good your theology is, no matter how many truths you say to a congregation, to a group of people, to your Sunday school children in your Sunday school class, if you don't speak that in love, don't expect it to grow up to Christ. That's what I get from that. A minister or teacher, whoever you are in that position... Must be prepared to teach the truth. I'm not saying we don't need to learn the truth and speak the truth. Because if we don't, then we're tossed to and fro. Things are not going forward. Even if there seems to be a lot of lovey-dovey going with it. It's just, it's not going to happen. We need both. But it needs to be in love. And as people hear you speak in love, it needs to have the feeling of grace, mercy, and peace. Those were the two ad- three adjectives that were in the verses that I read that, that talk about how that looks. So now you know how the pastor's supposed to be. What about the layperson? So if we want to speak in love to other people, somehow or another we have to be close to them. Sometimes people who struggle to speak in love will, whether it's at church, at home, at work, wherever, they just, they just try to keep themselves a little distance so that you never run into this problem of somebody close to you having a struggle and you need to speak truth to them. You just, just kind of keep people a little bit at a distance and and it's then everything's going to be easy. I'm going to say that's not true. Uh, people will always come in your face with something they're doing wrong or giving you a hard time or giving somebody else a hard time that you should deal with. So it may for a time feel like it's easier. Uh, If we can be close to people around us as a church, a youth group, a school, if we can be close, if we can get close relationships and people can see the mercy, the love, the peace, the grace that comes from us on an everyday basis, when time comes to speak truth to the people, you you have a much better chance of being able to do that and able to connect, and that it would be productive uh, as you do that. Uh, in John thirteen thirty four and 35, 
It was almost time for Jesus to leave. It was just about the time for him to be crucified. He knew it. He knew his time was short. And he gave his disciples one more commandment. And that commandment is, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this shall men know that you are my disciples if you love one another. If you read the law and all of the law, it says very little. It does say some, but gives you not a whole lot of instruction on actually loving your neighbor. It tells you to do that, but there's not a lot of instruction. That's because it's the law and love comes in there. And Jesus, Jesus wanted us to know that. And sometimes as we have a church, there's different we would like to come, we would like to reach the world around us, not just for our culture and the way we live, but for Christ, that, that, that they would learn to know Christ, that they would come closer to it. That, that goes for the world around us. It goes for our children growing up in the church. But, but how are they going to know that we actually follow Christ? You know, sometimes we say in our dress, the way we live how frugal we are, how we don't throw away our money, how we just on and on and on. But actually, the way they truly know um, that you're following Christ is by how you love the other people who come to your church, the other Christians around you. That's how, how shall they know that you're my disciples? Because you love each other. Not because of all those other things. Now, although all those other things may be okay, they may be right, they may be good, but that isn't how the world's going to know that you're following Christ. They're going to know you're following Christ by how you love the people around you. And if they, if they become a visitor, if they start mixing in with you in any way, whether it's at the grocery store or whether it's at your church, they're going to know that you're following Christ by the way you love them too. As you meet other people, as you meet people around you, uh, for you to show them that you love them, we have this tendency of judging people as they, as we meet them by lots of different things, by how they look, by how they act, by what they do, by what they drive, by what they work or not. But... Uh, if we if we speak truth to them by our first impression, we're, we're probably done. We need to first get to know them and know how to love them. And then we can, then the time may come to speak truth. And I, I, uh, I had here with our neighbors, uh, and... Uh, I just find it difficult to share Christ with my neighbors. Uh, not that I never do, but it's just it's just a difficult thing. And I think some of it is is because I don't get to know them good enough to know where their hurts are, uh, and, and you know to just speak truth to them quickly 
is just just hardly works. I'm not saying handing out a track, uh, just saying a little something is is wrong. But as as we really get to know them, and we want to, it's a process. It's not a one time thing. And uh, in my in my as I look back through my own neighborhood, and sometimes when I, you know, sometimes truth is your property line, is where you can park your car, is it's just, it just really it depends where you're at. It really affects and, and other things. And uh, it's just, it just was difficult maybe for me to always, to always show love. And, and when you don't do that, or you do that, you show your truth quickly, it it really makes it really hampers you for that for a next step. It just does. I uh, I just had a neighbor that I got to know a little bit more, and I need maybe a little encouragement to try to get back there. And I, I went to his house and and he was showing me had a big train set and he wanted to show it to me, and. Uh, we didn't look real long till he started talking about his experience in the Vietnam. He's a little older than me, and 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 what he's trying, what he's going through. And I think I tried to quickly speak some truth into it. And uh, I, I don't think I offended him uh, because I was careful, a little careful how I did that. But you know, it's just, it's just difficult how to get to the next step of sharing truth. If you haven't established a good love relationship with him in the context of a neighbor. So, as I close, listening before you speak truth is almost always good. Uh, sometimes you're called to preach and you just got to get up, and but you can still do that in love. Uh, I hope I did that this morning. Uh, but to listen... And to think before you talk. Boy, that goes a long way for me. And I don't you always get it done. And really watch what you say, uh, whether it's at church or whether it's at home or where you're at. And maybe I'll bring something up since I'm not at home. Through COVID, I think we found out that it's really hard to do that with each other. It just is. It was. People came out with big opinions and they came out strong and they were right. We don't, I'm going to say none of us know what truth was through that. We still don't know what truth was. So how can you speak love and truth when you don't actually know what truth is? And just, that's just a lesson. I don't, that's not what I came to talk about. There'll be opportunities like that come down the road again. I don't think we're done with big things that happen around us. But just whether it's in small things or whether it's in big things, um, speaking the truth in love, and I I failed in many ways where I thought I found out what was true, and three months later, <laughs> it wasn't true at all. And I saw a lot of people who spoke truth to me real fast and harshly, and three months later, it didn't make any sense anymore. So that's in a big thing or in a little thing. Just speak truth and love is is what I'm encouraging. Again, if somebody didn't do that to you, 
It's not to help you be a better judge of them, but it's it's where we're at today. And if you can't, if you find that you just can't do that, every time you want to speak truth to you, don't do it in love, then uh, ask God to help you. Ask your brothers to help you. Say, I have this problem. I can't do that. Uh, there's help, and God has a way for you. Let's pray. God, I just thank you for today. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the many truths that your word has. And God, I just want to thank you for the way we can see your love through sending Christ to die on the cross. Um, from our perspective, it was just a really harsh way to accomplish what needed to be to happen. But God, we just thank you so much that you allowed it to happen. And I pray that each one of us would would have Christ's love in our heart, would show it forth to bring it to uh, bring it to our neighbors, to our friends, to our family, and that they can see Christ in us and they can know that we're your followers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.